Welcome to Omnipotent Growth with Cal. I'm an acting leader for more than a decade and your leadership trainer and coach. Each week you'll hear exceptional stories and interviews, as well as actionable strategies and tactics that you can implement right away. I want to thank you for spending some time to grow as a leader. How to deal with toxic people and environments as a leader. So, hello. Today, I'm Cal and this is Stefan. We're going to discuss uh, a follow-up on our last topic, which is um, a lot to do with uh, toxic environments and uh, how to protect our people, how to avoid creating them and what we can do after they're already established. So, to start off, Stefan, please. Hello, uh, Cal. Hi to our listeners and viewers. So, as, as you said, uh, today's topic is a continuation of the previous one where we talked about stress. Um, today's topic is also very acute and uh, I, I believe few of the leaders are paying real attention to it. So, how to deal with toxic people and prevent creating a toxic environment for our own people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to separate today's topic in two different perspectives. Uh, the one for the leaders and the one uh, for the employees. So let's let's first start um, with the one with the leaders. Yeah, and also leaders are always employees. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. yeah. So we as leaders... Um, carry a high responsibility for forming the wor- the working environment. There are ways uh, leaders accidentally stress their employees. There was a recent article that I've read in, in HBR which describes it um, so accurately uh, the ways the um, leaders impact negatively their the, the working environment. So there are a couple of things that I would like to turn the attention to. Uh, first of all, the, the used language, mm-hmm. even if a leader tries to look calm, the usage of words like pressing, urgent, shocking, even softer words like challenging might provoke anxiety and stress in the employees. For me, try to explain the bigger picture. Why is this so urgent? Why is it important for the organization, mm-hmm. for its mission? When would it end? How you as a leader will shelter the storm and protect your team? There are actions that uh, leaders sometimes uh, make is uh, inconsistent actions, moods or behaviors. Um, I understand that sometimes you just need to grab the opportunity, galvanize the troops, but be cautious about it. Again, explain the opportunities you see, the plan, provide a larger picture. If you bend under pressure from from above, for example, uh, or from from the environment, the external environment, be aware of it. Know your knee-jerk reactions. Try to avoid them. Be more self-aware. A third... um, Inconscious action that provokes uh, stress in the employees is ignoring your team members' emotions. 
your team book uh, your team is bucket of emotions especially in tense time in challenging times if you are excited most will be anxious so you should sense precisely these emotions and address them the key here for me is empathy you will mm. only succeed if you are focused on the people around you not not yourself so Kao, i would like to hear your take on this question mm. how can leaders impact positively the the working environment first as always i would say that it's our responsibility and our responsibility only and i mean it um, in all of the contexts like you are a leader but you can also be a follower and not only a not only to the ones that rank above you but also to some people in your staff mm -hmm. for example i'm a big fan of meritocracy and uh, if someone has a, a knowledge or competencies uh, around a certain topic i will always uh, put more weight on his or hers opinion um it's goes it goes to alignment and i mean alignment from the ceo down like no if if it's a big organization you may lack alignment with your upper level for example you, you might be frustrated with your leader but in the same time he he misses something from above to to really share the vision to really mm -hmm. uh give you the values that you you wanna you, you wanna embody to to do that work to really um relate yourself with that work but there goes the the difficult balance that a leader should do because even if you missed something from above maybe it's a crisis situation and the board is very busy and they cannot give you that time uh it's just uh, another quarter and uh, maybe you're a public company and uh, the pressure is too high mm -hmm. but when you have the opportunity to empathize with your guys and gals uh, you might want to create a picture out of the things that you already know you have more conversations with upper levels uh, you know more about the situation of the company uh, you can create a picture around the the important uh, parts around the project which are going to move the company forward or even if it's a mundane task Uh, you can give it sense by explaining how many different pillars of the organization this mundane tasks uh, impacts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you are not creating stories, if you are not creating pictures, you're not really getting through your people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, so communication is a key here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also ownership. If you miss something from above, find your time to, to fill the gap. But in the meanwhile, try to create something that will work for your people because you know them best. You're closest to them uh, from every, everyone else. Align yourself with the company goals as much as you know about the goals. Align yourself with uh, the needs of the employees and create a, a vision on your own. Like every level can have a why every level can have a vision because it's not necessarily 
the thing that will bring more most money it not it's not necessarily mm. the thing that will uh, like doing uh, the project that will impact the most people but this doesn't mean that there is no crucial impact for the company so if you're able to explain this people will be engaged and they won't feel the need to stop and uh, to be negative and to be uh, to feel excluded or something yeah, 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 yeah. so communicate align uh, with with uh, the the goals and with your inputs with your people yeah. and include everyone because if if one perceives him or herself excluded yeah it, it's it's his his attitude becomes negative absolutely so one of my favorite books about conversations is called crucial conversations mm -hmm. and i mention it a lot because there are some simple things inside this book that make all the difference like the the share pool of meaning when you're in a room with the people that are let's say reporting to you directly if you don't take the uh, essence of of everyone's opinion you are not going to make a fully uh, aware decision uh, mm -hmm. fully informed mm -hmm. decision yeah. so maybe there are different types of people they are triggered in a different way uh, to share first you have to create a safe space that uh, no input is uh, being framed as dumb or yeah, uh, yeah. not wanted or whatever because worthy. yeah because uh, sometimes um, people are feeling uh, uh, out of their place to to talk to you if you create such a such a culture such a behavior and um, there are certain people that uh, don't care and they will share their opinion uh, i like those people uh, but but your job is to foster that to to be able to extract everyone's opinion to, to so they give you the most content that you can mm -hmm. possibly have on a topic maybe your decision will not be final even like you have to take this to your boss mm -hmm. uh, but then when you have the full picture and add on your experience your observations then this becomes uh, a flow like a two-way flow and otherwise uh, it's just some people making decisions somewhere in a dark room and uh, no one is involved yeah. there are topics that are like so uh, and they relate to things that operational workers don't even care so for everything else we can separate the behaviors mm -hmm, mm -hmm, as, mm -hmm. as much as possible like and and this is also a, a job for 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 the leader to be a good follower you wanna you want to uh ask your own feedback maybe your leader is very busy maybe he's under a lot of pressure but ask for feedback Uh, ask for small uh, like uh, guidances don't be needy of course because there is a thin line a balance of being needy and uh, uh, just uh, wanting to quickly check around something uh, be concrete yeah, about about the topics but this will if you do that uh, and you show your um, type of operation type of execution is like that then you're going to um urge your people to do the same yeah they to come to you uh, to not be afraid to to share opinions to mm -hmm. to have ideas to 
and and this in the end uh, creates a, a more soothing environment and uh, a way that uh, they can feel safe and they can feel uh, connected to the things. Not necessarily, again, mindset. I want to share my opinion. I don't care if it's taken, if I'm right or wrong, but uh, this is the thing that I'm forming throughout all my knowledge. So I want to share it. Mm-hmm. And my happiness is uh, built around being able to share it. So I will find a way to share it. Yeah. yeah. Not impose it, yeah, but share yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But the leader should be, should be open-minded, should be open to, to accept uh, the opinion of, uh, of the lower levels. Mm. Um, because every opinion counts counts at the end even even but why accept why not respect i mean uh, yeah i i sometimes hear opinions that uh, bring absolutely no value uh, and uh, i respect the person because they shared mm-hmm. next time they will hit the spot and uh, it will be their own but uh, i will respect that also i will not uh, uh say one is better than the other i will respect the behavior and then it's not about uh, gratification it's not about oh yeah you're you're the best because yeah. you you said the the most intelligent thing today it's about being able to go out there and share and this is what i will respect in my leader and this is what mm-hmm. i will respect in in the leaders that are reporting to me Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. But th- this means to to create the uh, the appropriate environment. Yeah, for, yeah. Of course, of course. People to yeah. to be able to share. It starts with the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting. So um, now let's go to to the R question, uh, to the R topic uh, in this episode. How to deal with uh, with toxic people such mm. that drain out your energy? provoke negative emotions such as anxiety, unnecessary stress, negativity. They could be majors or overly demanding, even intimidating ones, sometimes colleagues. Mm-hmm. One way to deal with them is again to know yourself, to understand the impact of the annoying behavior over you, try to limit it in, in some way. For example, go in a in a different physical space, different office. Um, oftentimes, this is not possible. Then you you can um, try to isolate yourself, like through noise canceling headphones. Just just ignore the uh, the mm. colleague who 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 uh, induces such uh, negative feelings. Manage your fight or fight a response uh, focus more on on the team goals uh, not and less on the toxic peer that provokes these negative emotions to you mm. uh, if it's a if it's a colleague or a manager try to speak to them what uh, what annoys you with with them uh, and try to find a way To, to solve the problem and to, to correct the, the problematic behavior. Um, what is your advice for... Yeah, when I, when I hear correct uh, a behavior or something like that, when you, when you think about it in that way, what makes you different uh, the, than the one that is uh, imposing a behavior 
as as a general because it's in the end it's all an opinion uh we all have a stance around something and when we go to the highest levels of culture when you if some definite ways of acting are promoted in a company this is the culture what you do is who you are uh, this is a very nice statement um, and there is a whole book named that way you know all the people know that i'm a bookworm but uh, i also had a lot of uh, more than a decade to experiment a lot with uh, with leadership techniques Our, around culture we not necessarily understand culture Because if you're in a large organization, culture can have its own way in, even in departments. Sometimes departments are over 100 people. So they have our, their own culture. Mm. And if the alignment is not uh, perfect, it can be really different from what is uh, meant to be from the upper levels. Um, when you feel some sort of let's say uh, intimidation or nerves popping uh, when, when you are around someone no matter the level if it's a peer even a subordinate I think that the right way to go is um, trying to address it as putting some boundaries with the person like stating your path uh, telling them all about this Uh, just explaining what are the important things for you in the work day, uh, what are the things that uh, you don't want to spend time on, for example, and what is the type of uh, communication that you like and uh, mm -hmm. dislike in, in a separate manner. And if he doesn't, uh, let's say, win the situation, you should be able to mm, talk with your uh, leader and of course if, if it's the leader that uh, puts uh, stress on you and so on uh, then this is a personal uh, challenge in which you can find uh, the strengths to find the, the, the common way F find a way to uh, be with your leader as a separate being And do not entangle yourself with with some behaviors or, or some uh, sort of um, um, habits that your leader has. It doesn't mean that you're right. It doesn't mean that uh, he's right or she's right. It means that you, you are aware that you're two different people. Mm -hmm. You are aware that uh, the, the person has merits. So there, there must be a reason because the person is there. You know your qualities, you respect your own qualities, and then, again, it's all about mindset. As usual, if you say, like, if you order your thinking in a way that uh, it will promote you growing out of this situation, you did it the right way. So, if you say, okay, I see this type of behavior, it... Uh, It has some negative impacts on me. What can I do to make it better on my own? Like, how can I address uh, a certain conversation that will bring more empathy into the leader or that will bring more consideration into my leader? 
And what will be the way that I'm going to accept better the things that uh, I'm told, like uh, the task that I'm given? Should I look for the delivery, how he speaks? Because this is one of the things maybe that you can never change. Or should I look for the challenge into the tasks? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you if you pivot it, it so it's not an external uh, cruciator <laughs> and it's an internal challenge, then you win in this situation. Yeah, Every situation you can pivot in a personal growth challenge, you win that situation. You might try to become the the communicational master to be able to deliver uh, your opinion uh, and and the things that you have to say in a, such an influential way that your leader stops and listens. And then this might change even the attitude. You never know. But you won't know if you stop trying and you just fixate that this is it and what I can do about it. Should I go to work in the basement or whatever? <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it works the same way as if if it's with with a with a employee with a peer or with the leader of course with the leader it's a bit more difficult because mm. there the stance is different but again there are ways to lead up and i'm not uh, people always uh, misunderstand this this doesn't mean that um, you're telling uh, your leader what to do it means that you show your merit Like how I like uh, to see merit uh, from the guys that I'm leading. I try to show by an influential way my merit without um, trying to push it. Like mm. being absolutely clear and transparent. Then just this is my uh, point of view. This is my take on the situation. And I'm perfectly okay if it goes another way mm-hmm. and another decision is made. But uh, I just wanted to three, five minutes to to share. And uh, this in the long term changes the relationships mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, communication, sometimes... Collaboration. Collaboration. Uh, actually, every time collaboration. Mm-hmm. But... Um, sometimes ignoring the, the the way a message is delivered but try to extract the essence of it mm-hmm. uh alignment uh again yeah really um intriguing advices of course uh arrangements of our beliefs arrangements of, of our mindset and our view on uh, really simple day-to-day stuff It changes everything. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's uh, easier said than done, but it's always easier said than done. <laughs> the, the most, uh, so the, if something is simple, it doesn't mean that it's easy. So yeah, the, the, the simplest stuff uh, that make the most difference are the hardest stuff to do. To create a habit, you need 21 days in a row to create the first insignificant uh, particle that is called a habit then to create uh, a long-term habit you need three months which is mm-hmm. 21 uh, um, multiplied uh, three and some and a half, yeah. yeah and a half and then to make a lifelong habit you need uh, 18 months which is a year and a half and how many people can do something for a year and a half without stopping 
Not many, I guess. Not many, but if you if you uh, manage to do it, you make a lifestyle. So if you if you decide, I will concentrate on on learning, uh, and I will continuously learn for a year and a half. So this, if this doesn't change uh, you <laughs> as a whole, yeah. And when you, the more you learn, the more you understand that there are certain topics in your life that uh, you always neglected, that you uh, had for granted, and uh, you you never look twice uh, in that direction. As we spoke about with you, sometimes a belief is made in in the fourth grade uh, from mm-hmm. your fourth grade teacher, and then you realize that you are uh, behind your thirties, and you still believe that yeah, <laughs> you never yeah. challenge that. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you decide to go in that direction, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, it's, uh, some magic stuff can can happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Uh, thanks for the interesting talk. Final words for, for from you. Final words to wrap up the topic: um, toxic environments, some sometimes uh, misalignment. Um, not every time people are deliberately toxic maybe it's a misunderstanding of the culture because if some behavior was mistakenly approved more than three times uh, then it stuck Mm -hmm. nobody said uh, okay this is not this not cool and it stuck and then it's there you go the, the the toxic environment and to change this on every level, there is a way. Uh, the first most important thing is to really want to change it and not ponder about it and uh, find a way to do so. Because if you really respect the place that you work in, if you really uh, like what you do there and what you achieve there, maybe with years, maybe with, it doesn't matter the, the, the time period, then this deserves your efforts. And uh, if you try and succeed, always try to to do it for yourself. This is the only way you guarantee your your happiness. Try to do it for yourself. And in helping yourself, you will help others. If if I make challenges to myself, I'm feeling gratified, but I always organize those challenges that in the way that they will mostly help my team. Like, my personal challenge will be to help the team, <laughs> to help the others. <laughs> and I feel happy because I did it for myself, but yeah. uh, actually the, the, the whole reason was to, to, to help them. Uh, yeah. And um, I am sure that we are not going to speak about such topics for the last time. So let's leave some sugar for, for next episodes. I want to thank you guys for listening, for watching. Subscribe and share our content. Uh, smash that like button. And uh, beware for a lot more in the future. Yeah. Thank Thank you, you guys.